hated to be touched by anyone except her husband, Ben. She hadn't told Ben about Malcolm and his inability to understand the concept of personal space because he would have been down at the office like a shot to sort the little squirt out. So she was delighted and as surprised as the other three women in the department to hear that Malcolm was being moved to Cheese and that Grace, the oldest lady in the department, was being made deputy. The big boss, James McCaskill, was bringing in a woman from outside as head of bakery, which had got the tongues wagging. Not that Rachel had discussed any of this with her co-workers. They had all been in the same department for ages now, and hadn't progressed beyond the morning, nice day, oh, have a good weekend stage, give or take a bit of work talk. They were nice enough women, all different ages though, and now there was going to be another woman amongst them. Rachel wondered how all these changes would affect the dynamics of the department, but it didn't really matter that much. Work was a place to get her head down and earn a crust, nothing else. Anna gave Brian a big kiss on the cheek. As bosses went, he was a nice man who just couldn't be asked any more, if the truth be told. His retirement had been long in his sights, and he had let Malcolm take over most of the running of the department— Thank goodness that creep was leaving as well. He hadn't been at all happy about his move to Cheese, though, that was obvious. Actually, he was a miserable sod at the best of times. It was as if he had a row with his wife every morning and was intent on polluting the office air with a bad mood. He was always so rude to his underlings. Please and thank yous didn't feature in his vocabulary, and he would bark tea at any of them when he wanted a drink. Plus, she hated the way his eyes flicked to her breasts when he was talking to her. She wondered what sort of woman found him attractive enough to marry him, but apparently he could sustain a relationship. He had been married for over fifteen years, which is more than she could say for herself. Anna listened to Brian getting all excited about spending the summer in a caravan on the coast, and she envied him that enthusiasm for something— She had not one single thing to look forward to this weekend or after. She couldn't get interested in the storylines of Coronation Street, didn't fancy anything particular to eat, had lost the ability to lose herself in a book and knock out the image of her fiancé bonking the nineteen-year-old hired help in his barber's shop. Life stretched before Anna, longer, greyer and wetter than the entire British coastline in February. Grace picked up Malcolm's retirement present to look at it, a carriage clock which had a very loud tock. She could almost hear it saying, slow death, slow death, slow death, to the beat. You next with any luck, said Brian in a rear hole. What? said Grace, before quickly recovering. Oh, yes, maybe. God forbid. The thought of standing where Brian was now, admiring her own clock, being toasted in warm plonk, brought on a cold, clammy sweat at the back of her neck. She came over ever so slightly faint. Slow death, slow death, slow death. I just can't understand why you'd want to up the ante when you've got the chance to leave this place and live a life of leisure. Could have been your retirement do as well, said Brian with a smile. "'Oh, well, you know me. I like a challenge,' said Grace. "'She had worked with Brian for just over three years now "'and liked his merry ways, 
even though he was a man who was born old and was just happily growing into himself. He would so enjoy not having to set his alarm clock any more and spending his days pottering around busily doing nothing. Apart from his cheery disposition, he reminded her so much of her husband Gordon, too much for comfort as he prattled on about the joys of retirement. Grace's thoughts drifted off. Did Brian ever think, when he was seventeen and in the dance halls, that he would one day be standing here, getting excited about taking a new microwave to Skegness? Was that the zenith of his ambition? Or was Grace not normal and being the same age as him and panicking every time the word caravan entered a conversation? She'd done the caravan thing when her three children were small, and they had enjoyed it, even though she herself had found it far from relaxing as a choice of holiday. The children were adults now.